Welcome to Life Point Plus, a program dealing with marriages and family. We are so glad you're listening. Here's your host, pastor and teacher, Gary Moore. Welcome to Life Point Plus. I'm your host, Gary Moore. We are continuing where we left off last week, looking at what Dr. Harley says is the guy's second most important emotional need, and that is recreational companionship. If for one or both of you, an activity fails to be enjoyable after the first time or two, don't give up. Give yourself time to adjust and to try new pastimes. Take the time required to gain some skill. You may have some difficulty accommodating these changes, but you'll find the rewards for your marriage well worth the effort. It's been Dr. Harley's experience that couples that limit their recreational activities to those they do together make tremendous gains in compatibility. They also deposit tons of love units in each other's love bank. In previous broadcasts, we talked about Dr. Harley's suggestion that you spend a minimum of 15 hours a week giving each other undivided attention. You'll recall that the context of that recommendation was intimate conversation. You may have been left with the impression that you should talk intimately to each other for 15 hours each week. But talking isn't the only way to provide undivided attention. In fact, the intimacy that results from undivided attention is usually achieved when a combination of four emotional needs are met. The top two emotional needs of most women, which are affection and intimate conversation, and the top two emotional needs of most men, sexual fulfillment and recreational companionship. It's no big surprise that women define a romantic experience differently than men. For most women, A romantic evening meets her emotional needs for affection and intimate conversation. An evening dinner, dancing, and a walk in the moonlight filled with expressions of love and stimulating conversation. Men, on the other hand, find romance in sexual fulfillment and recreational companionship, more like uh, watching football on TV with sex during halftime. Neither perspective on romance works very well for the opposite sex. Prior to marriage, most men and women combine all four needs into a romantic experience. But after marriage, spouses get lazy and want to take shortcuts. Now let's turn our attention to another of her emotional needs. She needs to trust him totally, and that's honesty and openness. A sense of security is the bright golden thread woven through all of a woman's five basic emotional needs. If a husband does not maintain honest and open communication with his wife, he undermines her trust and eventually destroys her sense of security. In general, a man doesn't feel the need to share himself, to talk about his past, what he has done, the present, what he is thinking and doing right now, or the future what plans he has. Remember what we've said about your relational dynamic when you were dating. You were both in the sales and marketing game. You were each selling an image and a persona that you were hoping the other one would buy. 
And that approach didn't really lend itself to honest and open communication about many areas of our lives. And even after we got married, we still tried to keep up the persona we had sold while we were dating. What this means is that, in reality, our relationship didn't start off with the foundation necessary for honest and open communication. Withholding information in marriage is bad enough, but when a spouse provides misleading or downright false information, it's a disaster. Guys, you're not necessarily being dishonest. You're simply keeping your thoughts, activities, and plans to yourself. And in doing so, you're failing to meet your wife's need for honesty and openness. Transparency is one of the most important qualities in a successful marriage. Nothing should be hidden from each other. Remember Adam and Eve in the garden? They were naked and unashamed, emotionally and relationally. This was the perfect design before sin entered the world. Your spouse should know you better than anyone else does. Dr. Harley says that he has many people ask him, When you say I have to be honest and open with my spouse, aren't you taking away all my privacy? He goes on to say, If by privacy this person means keeping part of himself or herself hidden, I firmly hold to my conviction that this word has no place in a husband and wife's relationship. Many, colleagues and clients alike, disagree with me, but I have seen too many marital disasters follow the compromise of my principle. Although you may find it threatening to think your spouse might have the right to read your email or go through your purse, I believe this kind of openness is indispensable for a healthy marriage. Think about that. When I protect my privacy, it makes me less transparent to my wife. She is the one person who needs to know me best, and I need to provide her with all the information, including the warts. Not only must I answer her questions truthfully, but I must avoid lies of silence and readily volunteer information as well. In other words, I must share myself with her in every way possible. Now, depending on your personality type and the level of openness in the family you grew up in, this type of honesty and openness may be a very scary thought. I know that it is in my case. Ladies, how you respond when your husband shares honestly and openly will determine whether or not he goes down that road again. Dr. Harley says there are three very important reasons honesty and openness are essential in marriage. First, they provide a clear roadmap for marital adjustment. A husband and wife who are honest and open with each other can identify their problems very quickly and then work out a mutually acceptable way to swiftly deal with them. A lack of transparency covers up both the problems themselves and the solutions to those problems. The more facts you have, the more mutual understanding you'll have. And the more mutual understanding you have, the more likely it is that you'll come up with solutions to your problems. The second reason for honesty and openness in marriage is that dishonesty, or covering the truth in some way, is painfully offensive. 
That offense causes such massive love bank withdrawals that Dr. Harley calls it one of the six major love busters. The third reason for honesty and openness in marriage is that it meets an important emotional need. For many, especially women, honesty and openness deposit so many love units that they fall in love with the person who's radically honest with them. They need a clear and unobstructed view into the mind of the one they love. Based on his counseling experience, Dr. Harley has created what he calls the policy of radical honesty, and here it is. Reveal to your spouse as much information about your spouse as you know, your thoughts, feelings, habits, likes, dislikes, past history, daily activities, and future plans. He further breaks the policy down into four parts. Number one, emotional honesty. Reveal your thoughts, feelings, likes, and dislikes. In other words, reveal your emotional reactions, both positive and negative, to the events of your life, particularly to your spouse's behavior. Number two, historical honesty. Reveal information about your personal history, particularly events that demonstrate personal weakness or failure. Number three, current honesty. Reveal information about the events of your day. Provide your spouse with a calendar of your activities, with special emphasis on those that may affect him or her. Number four, future honesty. Reveal your thoughts and plans regarding future activities and objectives. Now let's take a more in-depth look at each one of these. Emotional Honesty A couple's lack of honesty and openness keeps them from correcting their real problems. Some people, because of their personality type or personal history, find it difficult to express their emotional reactions, particularly the negative ones. But negative feelings serve a valuable purpose in marriage. They are a signal that something is wrong. If you successfully steer clear of the enemies of intimate conversation, demands, disrespect, and anger, your expression of negative feelings can both alert you and your spouse to an adjustment that must be made. A couple of things to remember as you begin this. One, Take responsibility for your own feelings and emotions. Remember, your spouse doesn't make you feel the way you do. How you feel and respond is your choice. So own it. And two, the way you begin a conversation determines how it will end. Honesty and openness enable a couple to make appropriate adjustments to each other. And according to Dr. Harley, Adjustments is what a good marriage is all about. The circumstances that led you into your blissful union will certainly change if they haven't already, and you need to learn to roll with the tide. Both of you are growing and changing with each new day, and you must constantly adjust to each other's changes. But how can you know how to adjust if you're not receiving accurate information about these changes? you'd be flying blind like a pilot whose instrument panel has shorted out. You need accurate data from each other, updated mutual understanding, 
And without this, unhappy situations can go on and on. But the expression of your deepest feelings does more than help make correct adjustments to each other. Well, our time is gone for today. And again, I want to encourage you to go to my website, mutualunderstanding.net. And on the homepage is something I've put together for couples called the Mum Three-Step Connection Plan. Watch the video that takes you through the plan and how to use it in your marriage relationship and listen to the Mum Moments audio. Consistently following this plan will definitely energize your marriage. Have a great weekend. God bless. Thank you for listening today. This program is brought to you by Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like to reach Pastor Gary, please email him at pastorgary at cloverdalechurch.org. To know more about the church, go to our website at www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thanks for listening and be blessed.